Hello, Bear. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am to. I'm excited for today's topic. Super excited. Today we're going to be talking about fasting. Fasting is something that we're pretty intimate with, and trying to explore further into. Mm-hmm. So super exciting. What got you into fasting in the first place? Well, I think a large part of it was.、Um, By how you were doing it first, and、right. I was very curious as to why you were fasting.、Mm-hmm. And when you told me, I think it was mostly for、um, kind of like maintaining weight and yeah. Back then, when I when I did it, and and just so that people aren't confused, there are many kinds of fasting. The one that we're talking about and will mostly focus on is intermittent fasting. Although we have been starting on our twenty-four hour and forty-eight hour water fast, so we'll go into that into a little bit more detail. But but in the beginning, which one did you start on first? Intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting basically means like there's a a number of set hours that you sleep or not sleep, <laughs> a set number <laughs> of hours that you you don't eat that you fast, and then the remaining hours your feeding window. So for example, if you're doing eighteen hours. Fast, like no eating for eighteen hours, you're gonna eat for six hours. That's the window when you eat and you stop. So for us, we usually skip breakfast and we eat lunch and dinner. So we stop eating at eight at nighttime, and then the next day we eat at two p.m. or at least try to. So it's usually we're not super strict on it. So usually we're about like twelve. It's just kind of like roughly around there. Two p.m. Right.、Uh, depends on what you're looking for at the moment. We've we've kind of hit a equilibrium with the weight that we want, so that's why we're not as stringent. So, but basically,、uh, I started back then because I was I was a chub chub. <laughs> I was I was pretty overweight, and I realized that. How did you hear about fasting, anyways? Was it from through a book or by、uh, or by a friend? I, I honestly don't remember. It's it just stumbled. I just stumbled on it. Maybe I was looking for workouts, and then a lot of people who work out talk about intermittent fasting, which I thought was a, a unique concept,、mm-hmm. because I was gaining weight, especially when I was in Taiwan, and like Taiwanese food is so freaking amazing, but it is so fatty. They just to let you guys know they they like the、um, you know popcorn chicken like fried little chicken kind of like KFC、yeah. style. So it, there's there's a lot of fried foods and, and stewed foods、tea. with a lot of lard and 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 pork. Which which like don't get me wrong, this stuff is amazing. Like I'd eat it again every day, <laughs> <laughs> but but、oh. it is definitely not the most healthy as with a lot of cuisines around the world. But that part of That Taiwanese cuisine that I really liked in particular was really fatty. So I gained weight like crazy, and I realized that since I slept really late at like two, three, four a.m. back then, I wouldn't wake up until two p.m. anyways, and it was pretty easy to not eat for another four or five hours in order to hit like a sixteen-hour fast because I sleep for like twelve, ten, or twelve hours. I'm just wondering, but when you first started doing fasting,、um, did, were you easily able to just get right into <laughs> it and forget that, like, oh, okay, I I don't eat until like you know two p.m. No, absolutely not. Like, it sounds easier because then I'm like, yeah, okay, I just sleep until whatever twelve p.m. and then I end up fasting for another four hours, so sixteen hours. It's not that easy because I guess my body was used to eating early. As soon as I wake up, so breakfast, snack, or whatever, and the first month was hell. It was super <laughs> duper hard. So it to took actually... one month until your body finally started to right. adapt to them. Right,、fast. and I kept cheating in between the days. So it's like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna fast. An hour later, okay, I'm gonna snack. And sometimes <laughs> I just like say, ah, forget it. I'm just gonna eat eat lunch with friends because our friends usually eat around twelve anyways, and not two p.m. I hear it's really hard for people actually to start a fast if they never have done it, because the majority, I would say, of people eat breakfast, lunch, yeah, and dinner. Yeah, people like people like their breakfast. Yeah,、right? and you know, you hear the saying like, "Oh, breakfast is the most important part of your day." Yeah. And so everyone must have breakfast. Yep. 
even if it's like cereal or milk and you're rushing out to go to work, you got to yeah. have breakfast somehow. Yeah, which is actually not true. Uh, you don't really need breakfast. I'm not a doctor, so this disclaimer right here, I'm not a doctor or anything, but intermittent fasting is good is because you put your body in a state of ketosis, which basically means that you're burning off ketones as fuel for your body instead of carbohydrates, which is really good because we have way too much carbs in our diet nowadays in modern times. Literally and, everything you eat and are sugar. carbs, right? which is really carbs too. So, so effectively... A lot of people resort to intermittent fasting as a healthier way of living because you get to eat what you want. In Taiwan, I was still able to eat mostly what I want, but at least stall my weight gain because I skipped a meal, essentially. How many pounds did you end up losing over the, the first month? of? It wasn't fasting. how many pounds I was losing. Is how many pounds I was not gaining. <laughs> 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 because, because I think I... Um, I think I peaked pretty high in Taiwan, like, my gosh, a uh, hundred, a hundred, like, ninety, hundred something. I think it was around a hundred ninety, yeah. Yeah, but it, but it was, it, it was an insane way for me. I know it doesn't sound like a lot compared to a lot of other people, but I just didn't want to have, like, a giant belly sticking out all the time, and I was <laughs> noticeably chubby, and so... Um, I gained like 20-something, 30 pounds in Taiwan. So that's the extent of how much weight Ooh, I was gaining, right? Yikes. That's <laughs> right? quite a bit. Yeah, that's a lot of freaking weight. And had I not gone to intermittent fasting, I would have hit 220 probably <laughs> at the rate that I was, which I was going. Oh, man. Him, yeah. Man, being in Taiwan must have been super hard to, I guess, fast too. Everyone there also eats uh, breakfast and likes to snack as well yeah yeah everyone's always snacking it's oh. like like milk tea shops open at eight or nine in the morning <laughs> and yeah. that's it goes to show like so you're you're basically in in the country with the you know with so many different snacks which obviously isn't the healthiest choice but no you know just going outside all the street vendors would be there just to tempt you so yeah and it was tempting because it was so good like how hard it was for you to you know fast in this country that's full of all these it was it was it was, pre it was pretty difficult it was pretty difficult yeah. but to be fair it also was in taiwan itself like i go to malaysia we go to kuala lumpur and then i have my bowl of laksa in the morning and it's like coconut <laughs> oh, dude, it's that, coconut that milk stew <laughs> well, yeah it, it's a pack full of calories you know i get roast pork for lunch and then at nighttime i eat indian food so like for sure, in all the countries that I've been to, it's like there's a loss. There's so much you eat when you're traveling that yeah. it's ridiculous to not gain any weight. And for mm. me, it was massive weight gain. Plus, I think the hard part for me was it got so humid and hot, I was not used to it coming from California. Right? Yeah, I bet. So going to the gym was also not very fun because the only decent gym in that area of tainan which is south the south part of taiwan yeah they did not have a lot of modern gyms and most of them actually don't have acs so they're like the bare bones open kind air. of open air gyms that you find <laughs> in most around most of southeast asia like not a not those fancy ones right yeah so those were the gyms that i went to and ultimately it was hot sometimes it would be like 90 something and humid and sticky and i was working out but obviously not a very good play environment to work out in because i couldn't stay motivated and the weight just kept gaining no no what kind of um do you have like a special diet to i, I guess as your fasting regimen like well um you mean now or before back then in taiwan no, because the choices of food was also limited, especially <laughs> because I like eating with friends. And so if my friends are like, all right, let's get fried chicken for lunch, let's get KFC or like let's get McDonald's or we'll go go eat. Everything is carb heavy. So um, definitely didn't help. Yeah. So what I am curious, though, is more, more about you because – you got into intermittent fasting. And I remember you were so against it when I told you about it. I was like, this is something I'm trying and you really didn't want to do it. Yeah, because you're basically speaking to someone who's been taught to eat breakfast 
has been told by parents to eat breakfast. I mean, literally, my parents would try to, like, spoon-feed me some, some food. They're like, dude, you got to eat before you go to school. Otherwise, you're going to be starving. And, uh, you know, normally, I don't really like eating breakfast, at least not when I was little. Because uh, when, when I wake up, I just don't feel hungry. I Anything that goes in my stomach, I actually feel uncomfortable. Like My stomach gets very queasy, and I hate that feeling, and so that's why I never ate breakfast. Uh, but eventually, as I got older, I, I started to eat breakfast throughout you know, elementary, middle school, high school, college, and throughout my young adult life. And then you kind of got used to it, right? And I got used to it. And I was like, okay, now when I wake up for you know, in the morning, I get hungry. And I expect some food in my stomach. So it was really hard for me to get into fasting. And I thought it was almost ludicrous to see you do fasting and to, and to suggest it to me. Well, I was like, well, I was, I, no, well, like I, well, I, I wasn't really suggesting. I was just um, saying that it was something that really worked for me. Yeah. Because I needed to lose weight. But for you, when you started, you were actually in pretty good shape. I remember you were like working out at home in Saratoga, Cupertino, and um, you were pretty fit already at the yeah, time right I so what what was the reason why you actually wanted to get into intermittent fasting if it weren't for weight gain or weight weight loss i guess it was to try it out just because i haven't mm-hmm. and i also for the fact that if i do intermittent fasting and i could cut out one meal in my whole entire day that means I have, I could stack more things on my plate Extra for those room for two desserts. Exactly. And so I wouldn't feel bad eating burgers or, or having like extra fries and, you know, popcorn chicken from Taiwan and I w- or, or like an extra milk tea, like large size. I wouldn't feel bad at all. And that's part of the reason why I thought intermittent fasting was very, um, how to say it? very tempting because that would give me the opportunity to eat more of the foods that I enjoy eating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Inter- we it, we do intermittent fasting so that we can eat. Yeah, pretty much. And I think a lot of people who do intermittent fasting kind of do it for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I but think it- a lot of people actually don't skip breakfast, though. They skip dinner from what, I, what I've read. Yeah, it depends on your preference. Some people who do intermittent fasting sometimes like to eat breakfast and lunch and then stop there and fast all the way until the next morning. And, you know, some people, kind of like us, used to, we would do for like 12 to 8. Well, that's because we woke up really freaking late. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah. And then, we slept really late. We woke up really late. Yeah. And um, now it's a little bit different because now... We try to sleep early and we try to wake up really early. Yeah, so uh, different schedule change means yeah. having to adjust our, our fasting. Yeah, but I also think that we've been a lot healthier after moving back. Like one is there's obviously a lot more food choices when you can cook, right? When you have the opportunity to cook, you have a lot more food choices versus if you're renting a rental place somewhere in Southeast Asia and you want to save on time and convenience and money, then you just buy it outdoors. Take out. Take out. And that's not always healthy in a lot of the countries that we've been to. Uh, no. I think when, whenever you get food from restaurants, and especially if it's places where it's, I guess, like more casual, like mom and pop stores, yeah, uh, they're not necessarily going to give you the most quality ingredients, the healthiest you know, oils to use with the food. It's probably something yeah. that's cheap and convenient for their use. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, to be honest, it's a little crazy how much we've changed since then. Because now, of course, I'm at the age where I'm more concerned about what I put into my body, which is why, like, you know, we, we make sure we don't eat the seed oils. We make sure we don't ingest anything that's bad for us. We try to limit our carbs 
we try to limit our sugars. So we're we're definitely headed towards this very health oriented journey. Whereas before we would intermittent fast just so that we could eat more. Yeah. And what do you think about the transition? Like what what's something you, interesting that you find about how we transition from that intermittent fasting stage to now? I think our reason for inter- intermittent fasting has changed the most. Uh, back then, you say that you did intermittent fasting because you wanted to lose weight. And for me, I was more curious about it to try it out and also because I want to eat more of my favorite foods. I don't think that no longer applies as much uh, today. I mean, for me... When I do intermittent fasting now, it's for a different reason. And this is more to, how to say, like, make my body younger, live longer. Right, longevity. Yeah. yeah. Because from, from what I read, when you fast, you put your body into the state where it basically uses, like you said, the ketones. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And basically your... Was it the body body mitochondria? Yeah, it's your your body's powerhouse. The the, yeah, power the things, plant of your, of yeah, your the power plant. The things that actually make energy for right. you, and su- supposedly they like to use ketones more. Uh, they they process ketones more efficiently. Yeah, because like our our bodies are pretty evolutionarily like outdated. Like an example is the way that our amygdala works, right? Like fear of flight. It's all from back then when thousands and thousands of years ago, we we're on the African savanna, and then we'd have to make sure that we do everything to survive. So whenever something makes us scared, we do the things that we do nowadays, like hoard. If we see food, we're going to hoard it because we're not sure when we're going to have food in the future. So we, at nowadays in modern times, we buy everything in abundance. We're have fear of many things right we adapt to certain lifestyles like oh we've adapted to watching tv on the weekends doing this and we pick up things really fast and they become automatic because we needed our attention back in the day to look be on alert for bad stuff that happens and see like what's behind that rustling bush or, right right exactly or, like the little steps yeah. of, a, of a line or something yeah. but back then people normally didn't have steady meals on a schedule they didn't have breakfast dinner or lunch it was like no, you dude, eat whatever our, you could our ancestors had to find the food yeah and, and sometimes the food. starve yes and if they couldn't find those big woolly animals they had to eat plants right. yikes <laughs> and imagine during the ice age where did all the plants go oh no so everyone has to look for some big woolly animal to hunt yeah. for so, so it was very hard yeah for for sure so th- it's natural for humans, I'd say, to actually go through periods of fasting. Like, our bodies are actually meant for it, and that's why we burn ketones more efficiently. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure if I tried to explain this to someone, I don't, I still don't think I, they would be convinced of, like, oh, maybe I should do, like, Well, well fasting. The, the, the problem with this kind of fasting is, one, is it, it has to be a health style of choice right it's a lifestyle choice for your health and um it's really difficult to convince someone say oh don't eat the donut don't eat the ice cream for what for longevity that you may or may not matter to you because you rather be living life at the moment see that's another characteristic of our evolution where we don't really look at the long-term future as much we focus on what's short term and rewarding because you don't have the capacity to an opportunity to think far in the future, right? You have your woolly mammal mammoth here that you hunted. You got to eat as much as you can now because the meat will rot. You don't know if you're going to have more meat tomorrow. Yes. So everything is very current short term thinking oriented. Yeah. And that's how our body was designed. Yeah. Still for the short term rewards of, of food like yeah, whatever for we sure. eat for sure becomes fat <laughs> yeah. 
But now, now, now the way that we do it is we go on an intermittent fasting and we end up waking up in the morning and we drink coffee that's blended with butter and MCT oil because both of, well, the butter helps alleviate the caffeine spike so it doesn't spike up. But we also drink, drink it with MCT oil because it makes sense of that it burns even more ketones when we're in a fasted state. Yeah. And I think the hardest part about that for me is when we go on a 24-hour fast. So, Oh, dude, those are, those are still hard for me. Those are hard. It depends on like what time of day you start your fast. Yeah. Because obviously if you stop your fast or start your fast after dinner, and then the next day you cannot eat anything until, <laughs> you know, dinner time. Yeah, I, I think the hardest part for me is not really just eating, not eating anything, but the fact that it's a water fast. Because coffee, we technically metabolize it. So if you're really, so there's another reason why you go on fasting, right? So intermittent fasting is generally for weight loss. But when you're doing like a 24-hour or 48-hour fast, it's not really for weight loss. Like it shouldn't, you shouldn't rely on those for weight loss because it's not sustainable. It is not healthy. It can lead to bulimic tendency so please don't do that kind of crazy fasting and say i'm gonna lose weight it's not for that dude i seen i seen a guy on uh, youtube he did like a 30 day water fast and well if you yeah you're gonna lose a lot of weight but like don't don't do it to lose weight basically that's the that's the message don't do it to lose weight it is good for health if you can prolong it whatever to you're comfortable with great but don't lose it to lose, don't do it to lose weight. And um, the water fast, these fasts that you do that's prolonged, the reason why it's good for you is because you force autophagy. So you force the weaker cells, you starve the weaker cells in your body so they die. But because they die, there's room for more. So your body creates newer cells that actually make your body stronger overall. I think and healthier. was it because your body is like, oh shit, I don't have like food energy to supply all these cells in my body i need to kill off the weak right ones. so you, they kill off all the weak ones so the strongers are left which is great is because on the long term that's exactly how you how people age right people age is because our capacity to recycle and renew all of these cells is diminished as we get older and older and older so we start lacking energy because of the fact that our bodies don't work as efficiently as back then so by going on these longer fasts, we make sure that we can continue that cycle before our bodies tells us like, oh, we're going to start slowing it down. So for us, it's really about age prevention. So that when we're hopefully 80 or 90, we'll still have energy of our 30s and 40s. Yeah. Because I don't want to grow old, but have no energy. Right. That's a whole, that's a scary thing about growing old. Not the, not the scary thing about it, the scary thing isn't dying. It's getting to that state where people have to take care of you because you're no longer able to take care of yourself. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Allergies. <laughs> hmm. But, um, yeah. So, for you, after you got into intermittent fasting, do you think that affected your workouts? In the beginning, it did. Uh, so when I started intermittent fasting in Taiwan for the first time, it was really hard for me because my body was not used to it. And so basically when I woke up the next day, uh, and usually I would be used to eating breakfast, my stomach was just screaming like, eat something, God damn it! You know, like <laughs> you need something in your stomach. And then usually I would work out, um, afterwards, but because I, I, couldn't eat in the morning i felt a little tired not as much energy and my workout performance of of course dampened and just i wasn't able to push as hard because i just didn't feel as good yeah when i when i it took me a long time to get used to it, but when I don't eat and I'm in a fastest state, lifting weights for me was really difficult, especially oh, yeah, when I lift heavy. you're doing something like heavy then. Right? Like deadlifts Ooh. killed me. I had literally no energy and I it's, it's a noticeable difference. 
versus like me eating and then working out an hour after. Dude, or have you have you tried like in the beginning of your fast pilometrics? No, that would that cardio? would absolutely kill me. Yeah, well, dude, I I wasn't able to push on. I was like, yeah. oh, well, shit. well, to be fair, there is there are studies that show that. Um, when you are in a fasted state and you do more low low intensity exercises like cardiovascular exercises it not only boosts your metabolism even further while you're in a fasted state like you lose more you burn more but also you actually have more endurance supposedly i don't know if i'm remembering this correctly but just off the top of my head it sounds like something i read i hope I hope that's true because yeah. um, when we when we started doing our twenty four hour fast two yeah. weeks ago, and then um, you know after fasting during dinner and the next morning, I usually go out for a run around yeah. the block, and I just felt my run was so much slower. I was like, oh my god, how much longer is it? And I keep running, I keep running, right. and I'm like, I feel so much more tired, like. You know, based on what you said, I should have more energy. Well, it depends on how fast you're going. And supposedly, it's really endurance. So, it's not... I wasn't sprinting. I was just, you know, doing like a fast jog. Well, that's to say that you can go on for longer, but not necessarily at the intensity at which you normally run. Oh, so you can't push as hard, but you could... Go longer, right? Go for, for a long. longer duration of period of time. Okay. So, I... suppose, so, so, imagine like basically saying like cross country versus a sprinter. I see. Right. So cross country, supposedly in a fastest state, it does more for you and you have more energy. I'm not sure why. Maybe because you have to actively digest and that takes away from your body's energy and resources. I'm not sure. This makes me wonder if marathoners like do fasting then. Uh, I don't know, but they're not supposed to eat a lot, especially while they're running. <laughs> because, because obviously like having too much food and stuff that you need to digest is bad that's why like when you're running a marathon eating something with a lot of sugar is terrible for you because you have that hip, it, that quick burst of energy but it's the not the right kind of energy you definitely want it'll kill you really quick when you're trying to run a marathon and and sweets yeah yeah i would like to do a marathon but i'm not sure like how to prepare for it and like what to eat i think you just, I, I think you just have to start training for it like, <laughs> like i i think i don't think the hard part is really researching into it it's just really getting mentally ready for a marathon and knowing that you'll never really truly be ready for a marathon when you run it so you have to just <sighs> like practice and train and say i think i hope i'm ready <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But definitely something that I'd like to do as well. Just just because it, it feels like a good thing to strive for and challenge yourself. Is right? it because you see endurance as one of your biggest challenges? My biggest weaknesses. So, yes, definitely <laughs> a challenge. Like, I hate, hate cardiovascular cardio. stuff. Like, I lifted weight for years because I was like, yeah, you know, I can just, like, no, not no worry about cardio. I'm losing, I'm losing weight, but... If I care to admit it, just because you're skinnier or just because you don't have as much fat doesn't mean that you're healthier than someone who actually runs because their heart pumps better. They have more oxygen in their blood. They have more endorphins. So it's not the trick is to never just rely on weight itself and what you're eating. It's not about a diet. It's about an overall lifestyle of health and fitness together, right? Yeah. It's what you eat and how you work out. That's why I was very surprised when you told me that sumo wrestlers were actually one of the healthiest people in the world. Well, it's um, it's because most of their fat is not visceral fat. So visceral fat's the fat side around the organ, right? On the inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's sub subcutaneous. So it's yeah. all on the outside. And for most people, what really kills you, like, like look, if you have subcutaneous fat that's on the outside, you can do liposuction and all that fat is gone. But your visceral fat that's around your organ is still there. So technically, someone who has liposuction and they look super skinny, they have a six-pack, they will still die from the causes of obesity and overweight. Yeah, and people wouldn't right? even know that it was obesity because they didn't look obese at Yeah, all. exactly. Well, but, but, but that's why also, like, I remember, I don't remember the stats. Like, I'm terrible at remembering stats. I need to get better at it and practice it more. But... In China, supposedly, which makes sense, there's a lot of people with high cholesterol, but you would never know because they're really skinny. It's probably from the food, I would say. 
Probably. <laughs> like, like the amount of walking and exercise you do in Asia does not even come close to what you're ingesting every day. Because people like their food, right? Everyone likes their food. They all like their sweets. They like their fried foods. I'm no exception. I just, I struggle mo- most days to stay clean. Yeah, yeah. But now with this intermittent fasting, I mean, you're eating clean, so you don't have to I worry think, about that anymore. Yeah, I, well, yeah. So it, well, inter- when I was doing intermittent fasting, I still ate pretty bad, pretty pretty heavy, and I never really worked out what and did cardiovascular. Eating? Which is fried foods and fried stuff. Like my, my go-to lunchbox would be a fried chicken bento well, with, with fried rice and a fried egg and like a little bit of veggies on the side. <laughs> It was it was good. It was spectacular. That, that does sound really good. That was really good. But I don't think I could eat that like all the time. No, now now I definitely can't. Now we're switching to a mostly plant based diet. So at least eighty ninety five percent of our plate is covered in veggies. Yeah. And we're trying to cut uh, red meat from our meals and oh. limit it to maybe a several times a week, like two three servings a week max because yeah. um, i'd rather do more seafood seafood's great for you cholesterol's good for you if it doesn't have have um has no um saturated, saturated fat. fat right sorry blanking out <laughs> yeah. yeah i wish i could have more turkey but most of it the good stuff is only on thanksgiving turkey's great yeah turkey's great i don't want that yeah but still uh, even poultry i kind of limit myself a little bit more now just kind of really wanting to stick with seafood because I like seafood. I love fish. Yeah, I can do here. salmon and fish all the I time. Can eat that every day as my diet. Right. Oh, I would eat sashimi every day. Have the money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Right. I would eat sashimi every day. Hey, but the good thing about like when you fast, you actually save money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you don't have to. Right. Oh. Okay. You don't have to pay for an extra meal. So. So for yeah, for sure. But yeah. I think to me, after we started trying to do the twenty-four hour fast. Something that I didn't realize was how much time I was actually spending preparing meals. Like even if you say, oh, I'm just going to take a quick break and I'm going to make a sandwich that's 15 minutes, throw together some deli meat or whatever. It is not really 15 minutes because your attention, once fragmented, once split onto something else, it's going to take a while before it goes back to whatever you were doing. They call it attention residue. So. If so, so the best way that I like to describe it is, let's say that you're in a breakup, or a car hits you, right? In a car accident. No, oh. <laughs> and when a, when a, when a car hits you, and, or or that breakup happens, it's literally within that five seconds. Boom, it's in that five seconds. But you're literally gonna be shaken up. You're gonna be thinking about the trauma for days, weeks, months, continuously, right? And it bleeds into all the other things that you're doing. Yeah, it's an emotional trauma. Right. So food really, the way you eat really does the same thing. Anything you do does the same thing. You check a text message that's bad, it's going to affect you for the rest of the day. That's why for me, it's so important. Side, This is like tr- sidetracking, but I'm just going to make this one last note and then go back. But that's exactly why people should not look at their phones first thing in the morning. Because you don't know what your email contains. You don't want to change the complete tone of your day because of one email that wasn't good or one text that wasn't good. Speaking of mornings, I like to keep my mornings clean and kind of like less distractions, which is why I like our intermittent fasting schedule of uh, eating afternoon or at. uh, Because you get focused, right? Yeah, you get a lot more focus. Yeah, and I know I know a lot of people that that say like oh i really need to have food in order to work they haven't really tried tried like it sucks trust me i've been there but if you dig at it past a month eventually you'll adapt to it humans are the most adaptable creatures on this planet so if you're if you really really try there's a possibility that you can adapt to it sooner or later yeah i mean i i had a friend and he um you know, I asked him, oh, have you ever tried intermittent fasting? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did. Uh, but I didn't like it. And I asked him why. And he said that he just felt moody and, you know, hangry. And, well, you know, it's just, just like, like oh, 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 yeah, I was pretty cranky when I didn't have food, too. Yeah. But and I think um, and I asked him, like, how long did you do the intermittent yeah. fasting for? 
and I think he said like like either like between three to five days or something and then he yeah. just called it quits because he's like I, I can't take it anymore well, like I gotta I want my breakfast you know yeah. well just just as a side note on the other one is even for habits alone right even for your body to adapt to something like there are there are numbers that people say you need at least 30 days at least 66 days or number of months six months or whatever there's a lot of a variation out there on when it builds a habit and this is not and it's a habit that your body starts becoming used to and you start automatically doing so i i don't think your your body would fully adjust within three or five days that's why most new year resolutions they start and then people start ending up failing because of that precise reason after a week yeah but going back on topic now the time saved is amazing. And that's what I really, really like about the longer fast is because it gives me more time to focus and plow through and to do more, yeah. right? Definitely don't want to do fasting all the time because it does mess around with your, with your gallbladder. You can develop gallstones. Yeah. Oh, and, and is because it like kidney stones or no it's it different. different it's in your gallbladder so so basically oh. it's because when you don't have food the bile from the remaining food that's there gets trapped in your intestines and sounds painful yeah it does it's yeah so yikes so uh well i don't know if it's painful actually i don't know how a gallstone would feel like because i've never had one but you do have to do surgery eventually and to remove it. So so that's why when people who do continuous fasting all the time, you have a higher potential of developing gallstones. I don't know if there's a way around it. I don't really know. I don't know enough about this. Mm. What would you say then would be a um, kind of like healthier frequency i think it really depends on intermittent fasting for people i think overall it has to depend on your values right like if you're doing intermittent fasting just because you want to do do weight maintenance or to lose a little bit of weight you don't necessarily have to jump into the 24 hour or longer fast if you really want to you can but you have to have a reason for it right it's better to work out more often than it is just to simply say i'm gonna run on these fasts because it's like diet a lot of people say, I want to do the Atkins diet. I want to do this diet. I want to do the keto diet. I want to do this diet. Like, the problem with diet is that people think, oh, I only need to go on this diet to lose my 20, 30, 40 pounds. And then afterwards, I'm done. I can go back to normal. But the point is, you never really want to gain that weight again, which is why it shouldn't really be called diets but an actual lifestyle change. Yeah. And in order to maintain the kind of physique that you want, you have to work out, exercise, and then watch what you're eating as like a whole whole system together. Mm-hmm. And if you don't really care about health as much, then naturally you're not going to pay as much attention to intermittent fasting. If you care about time, then you're not going to eat as much. You're going to eat simpler meals. Hopefully you don't starve yourself because that is definitely bad. But so, how would you, um, how would you define between starving yourself and fasting then? Because I think some people think fasting is starving yourself because you're not eating for like a, you know. Well, yeah, it 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 has to really do with your intention of the fast, right? If people, like I said, if people are doing it just because they want to lose weight, it is really not the way to go. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting your body. But if you're doing it because you're like saying, oh, I want to promote autophagy and you're trying to figure out whatever way you can to do it, then I think that automatically is not bad. So so an example is like alcohol, right? Alcohol is not necessarily bad. It is the most overused public, widely available drug. I didn't call it a drug because it, people do get addicted to the stuff and, and they abuse it like crazy. But it's not necessarily a bad drink. I'm glad you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, I I don't get into it because one, I don't want I don't like it enough to want to justify the extra calories. I used to have um, high uric acid, which basically can lead to gout. 
if you eat too much red meat and you drink too much alcohol, et cetera, et cetera, and stuff like that. So for me, it never really got into it much. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and, and glad for that. Um, well, we are considering getting more into red wine <laughs> because of the reserva control yeah. and for, to promote longevity. But <sighs> wine's an expensive game. Like, I know I can get cheaper wine, but at the same time, we're always constantly on a budget because we don't have the traditional nine to five jobs. And everything we do is basically to survive normally we we've become minimalist to chase our dreams become minimalist and we so that's why we really haven't paid out the restaurants for well because of a coronavirus almost, too almost which is entire year or something <laughs> yeah. but it's funny because like when the coronavirus happened we still didn't go to restaurants as much we only had like a few cravings once in a while like I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm really super craving a milk tea. Burgers. Yeah, I'm really craving a super duper burger. <laughs> Those are really like good whatever. burgers, by by the way. Yeah. Not endo- not endorsed by them, but it's a really good burger. Yeah. And yeah. so we have these cravings, but because of COVID nineteen, we ended up losing our cravings for even these places <laughs> because we're like, we don't want to take the risk by going out to these restaurants and buying it. No, I also had a different reason. Why? What? <laughs> because most of the restaurants around here, uh, I mean, you know, after we've been traveling to all these different countries i just feel like the food isn't nearly as good unless it's american food but everything else is like yeah if you want like foreign uh, food like thai food yeah it's it's now american thai american chinese different though there's definitely american influence to it yeah it's just not the same and and it's not that's why i don't mind uh, like going out yeah i'm i'm less willing to spend my money especially when food in asia is really cheap but but that's a that's a completely different topic no. Um, I think uh, good memories. Great memories. Uh, <laughs> just thinking about it makes me feel fat, but it's so good. Dude, I feel fat right now because I, I just ate dinner and for for this podcast that we could do it before the lights turn off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we finally maintain and go back to schedule. But no. I I think the last thing I just really want to say is for our intermittent fasting, we're at a point where we're not strict at all because we rather live with a better balance so on most days we completely don't drink sugar we don't do any of that stuff we don't have anything we rarely buy stuff with added sugar right not anymore unless unless it's like oh your dad's celebrating his birthday and he buys a cake then of course we're gonna have a slice of cake to celebrate with him but i felt a little bad but i was like "Eh, it's my it's my dad's birthday yeah yeah and 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 it's (laughs) once once a year yeah the whole point of living life is something more balanced so i would say just remember this if you're starting intermittent fasting just do it and try it because it you give it a month if you don't like it you can always go back it's not a permanent thing like anything right i don't know like when 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 you started fasting though it didn't feel good for what how how long like one one month and after a month i felt like i had more clarity i felt like i had more focus more energy Maybe because I wasn't consuming as much stuff. Maybe and right? maybe your body's trying to get rid of the excess, like. I like I was if I'm consuming it? carbs all the time. Like okay, if you consume carbs, let's say um, you get into a food coma, right? If I'm eating carb, <laughs> pasta for lunch. <laughs> yeah, if I'm eating carb for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm basically creating food coma for me all the time. So where is my energy going? Right, and to so your stomach. Yeah, but y- y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why I think it's just a balance. Like we don't eat fried food often, but dude, if we have a craving for it and it's been a while, I don't hold back. I'm gonna eat my fried chicken. I would eat my fried stuff. I still eat my my greasy foods with my pizza and stuff like that. Like <laughs> I'm. I'm trying to aim for longevity in the long run, but I also don't want to resort to only the healthiest things. And maybe I'm not mature enough, which is why I'm. Maybe people think that I have this immature mindset, like you can't trade your health. You know, you can't. You have the chance to live longer. Then why wouldn't you? But I believe everything is a balance. You have to enjoy life. And so for me, I'm willing to make the compromises kind of why I started intermittent fasting. I'm willing to not eat as much. I'm willing to eat healthier so that the times when I do go to a restaurant I really enjoy with my friends, with people that I like, with family, 
I can actually go all out and enjoy the amazing things like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think what uh, when I did intermittent fasting and we came back home from Southeast Asia, I remember uh, eating at my mom and dad's house and I would just eat like a pig. Like whatever my mom cooks, I'm just like, oh, grabbing like seconds. And my mom would be like, my gosh, you eat so much. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're like, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good food. And then and she'd be looking like at me and then, you know, head to toes, like probably, probably in her mind. She's like, why is she so skinny still? <laughs> because of intermittent fasting. It's, it's, it's really nice though. Yeah. Like being able to, um, like not really count the calories or yeah. see how much food is on your plate. Yeah. Because I feel like a, there's, there's some people that, I don't know, just kind of take it a little bit more seriously. And well, mo- I it think kind I, of consumes I think, their... I think most people life. actually take it seriously, but it really depends on what your value. Like, if your value is truly to become a bodybuilder, honestly, the intensity of which you set your goals and the determination in which you say, no compromises, I'm literally going to eat chicken breast, I'm going to eat boiled chicken breast, I'm going to eat the plainest stuff, protein all the time, to reach that goal and you actually do that's that's impressive by any means whatsoever right i but, was considering doing that yeah. too but but it's just i've been through that i've even been to through the stupid sweet potato diet where you eat nothing but sweet potatoes like 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 i did all these things to lose weight and i realized like the best way like i haven't i've the best way that i've lost the most weight was actually willing to realize my compromises so do i need to eat cookies all the time no i'd rather eat one cookie instead of five and that cookie is a really good cookie so i now because i actually spend less money by buying more by buy more junk food i end up buying higher quality items higher right? quality junk food higher quality <laughs> junk food you know but that's the best that's exactly the whole point right actually would, guys you should you should try it. it's actually pretty good so yeah just dude don't eat any junk food until like the end of the week and then yes. get something like super yes. super premium yes. forget and Forget. And your life will just feel like heaven. Yeah, like, forget the oh my God. forget the crappy donuts. Forget the crappy crappy brownies. Like get something gourmet because you deserve it. After saving up all the extra money that you wouldn't ha- you would have spent on something more mediocre and subpar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stay, stay, stick with the lifestyle of like at least trying to eat healthy. And then when you really want it, then a treat, a luxury, yeah, for sure. guilty pleasure, for sure. You know, at the end of the week, yeah. Oh, sounds good. But I am, I have no appetite because I'm so full. Well, it's good because we had to finish eating anyways, and it's perfect. What timing. we're eating again? No, we had to finish eating because oh. our feeding window. Oh, okay, I'm so like, I thought we're I, fasting now. <laughs> that's why I had to finish my banana. I was like, oh, I don't, I can't wait till after the podcast because it's gonna be too late. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <sighs> yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but um i think we did pretty good um is there anything else you want to talk about for intermittent fasting uh not for intermittent fasting but uh another question yeah do you like this time of day that we did the podcast like earlier in the day and then slowly inching up okay night? so before we get into that for those of you who just really wanted to learn about intermittent fasting and everything that's it <laughs> so okay. we're probably not going to be talking anymore about that uh we'd love it if you stay tuned and you just listen because um i think this is a part where i do want to go over with you about how the podcast is shaping out to be and what we're kind of expecting and what we want hmm. and um yeah so that's that so i like that we're doing the podcast now and how it's set up differently because the biggest thing for us when we wanted the podcast was we wanted just to for it to replicate the normal conversations we would have every day. But when I'm sitting over there, and people can't see because my room is like pretty small, so we don't have a ton of space. But like when, I, yeah, yeah, when I'm when I'm when I'm sitting in this side of the chair or like I'm sitting over across from where where your where my beer sits right here, it feels weird. It's because we kind of have to turn ourselves in a weird angle to face each other. You know what I feel like? What? It, it replicates. It's like Beauty and the Beast. And then, what the heck? Are you saying I'm beast and no, you're the no, beauty? How dare that. you? But like, it'll be a long, fancy dining table. Yeah. And you'd yeah. be at one end and I'll be the other end. Yeah. And we're like talking to each other and we're like, 
<sighs> yeah, like what? Actually, yeah. no. <laughs> it's, no, 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 it's not like, but, but, it, but it definitely, it but didn't like, feel right because we're so much more comfortable in real life, kind of like right now. That's why if you've noticed, kind of. she's on the bed and I'm just sitting across from her because, woo, so pretty, <laughs> because um, it allows us to really get comfortable and mimic the conversations we have in real life. Oh, bed's so comfortable. So comfortable. And we're also trying to keep everything a little bit tighter because we do know that we ramble and go off topic sometimes. So we're trying to make things a little better, more structured. But, but, but it's uh, still allowing like it's, free flow. It's an ongoing process until we get better at this because of the fact that when we talk, we can drift from conversation to conversation completely. And obviously that's not what everybody wants like it's it's going to be too rambly for people so we have to kind of kind of compress it into hone down on the things we really want to focus on especially on like a particular topic yeah but that said we do appreciate feedback so if you guys as always you have any suggestions as to how you want these podcasts to be structured more leave a comment let us know and also, if you want to know about our intermittent experiences or you have questions about it, you're free to email us as well. Yeah, we are definitely not experts. We're just running everything through mostly anecdotes. And we have like some data here and there, but we can recommend really good books that we've read that we think would help anyone who is looking to join this lifestyle change. Yeah, simpler, healthier lifestyle. More efficient. <laughs> Or or that too. Yeah. That works. No. Okay. And that's it. What did you think about the podcast? Well, I thought it was pretty good. I always like our podcast. I'm always excited about it. I'm just excited to talk to you. Oh, but but we talk all the time every day. But it is more special. This is more special because... Fancy an- lights. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> well, technically, I always have them on when I'm working. But... Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Just to end it off, another reason why we have these podcasts is because I like being able to see how you think in real time. And I get to expand on my own thoughts in real time to match yours, to understand what I'm really thinking and how to think it and watch my words more carefully. Basically, we're learning from each other and learning how we would explain. Right, because even when we're talking in real life, it might not necessarily be something like this, which is like, oh, intermittent fasting is because we're already into it, so we don't have to consciously think about it. It's just something we do automatically, right? And I appreciate these moments where I could hone in on the things that we normally do, but might be pretty different, and then get a chance to explore it and talk about it and see where we are with it. No, there's probably a lot more we have to know more about intermittent fasting or just fasting in general because yeah. I want to do a deep dive on this. For sure. Um, yeah. But I think that's a pretty good wrap. Yep. Where we are. Yep. <sighs> Thank well, you. Thank you for talking with me and my bear. Oh, the pleasure is mine. I'm also very honored to talk with I'm you. I'm also very honored. Oh, now it's time for movie time, isn't it? Movie team? Movie team? Movie. This is our reward for doing podcasts. <laughs> All right. All right. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Um, if you like this video, please like, subscribe, uh, hit the notification button, bell thing, whatever. Leave us a comment. Yeah. And uh, see you guys next hopefully. time. Thanks for watching. Listening. All right. <laughs> good night. Good night.